when they're first getting on social media, will feel like I said, they'll feel like, well, what if somebody comes out and says something negative? And I'm like, really, it's a mindset game. Mm-hmm. What really happens? Who cares? Mm-hmm. Nothing happens. So we have to work on that fear, you know, that belief that if they see me, they're going to judge me. If they see me, they're going to attack me. Abundance is an inside job and your intuition is the key to unlocking it all. Hello and welcome, I'm Rebecca Davison, founder of the Intuitive Life Academy, the leading place to develop your intuitive and psychic gifts. As an ascension guide and light leader, I'm committed to bringing you all the latest tools, developments and the neuroscience available when it comes to the art of effortless manifestation. This show is for lightworkers and for those who identify that your intuition is your greatest guide to bring you happiness, expansion and money. With my corporate banking background, you'll receive practical advice along with all the energetic tools that you can apply in your life today. So if this resonates with you, let's jump into the world of abundance and learn what it takes to experience true freedom. Hello beauties, it's Rebecca Davison, host of the Intuitive Abundance podcast. Welcome, welcome. I am so excited about my interview today. The interview I had with Melissa Azowski was so much fun. Melissa is actually a energy alignment business mentor and she's on a mission to be able to help spiritual entrepreneurs, coaches, healers and guides clear their success blocks, start attracting their ideal clients and scale their businesses doing what they love. And she helps people to do this by being in alignment with what is right, good and true for them. So she teaches you how to tap into your intuition to take those guided, inspired action steps that are 100% needed to grow a thriving business. And by using her custom energy exercises and routines to step into a wealthy belief system, which I'm sure you'll agree is imperative. You're able to radically increase your revenue and confidently call in ideal clients that you love to work with. I had a blast talking to Melissa. It was so much fun. She shared some amazing experiences from her own life journey and her own money story and also, of course, helping her clients to come and stay in alignment with what is true for them and their version of success, and also to be able to create it quickly. So loved this conversation. I really enjoyed it. I hope you do too. Hello and welcome everybody and welcome, welcome Melissa to the Intuitive Abundance podcast. It's fabulous to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thanks so much for having me. It's my pleasure and honor to be here with you guys today. So Melissa, I love the work you do because it's very much aligned with what I do as well. You're an energy alignment business mentor. And I know that embodies so much, but maybe if you could start unpacking that for us and explain to us what you would say or how you would help people. What is it that you would say to people in terms of what it is that you do in helping others? Well, sure. So what I do is I help business owners, spiritual business owners, entrepreneurs, coaches, healers, really stay in alignment with what they're doing and tapping into their intuition so that they can take the aligned strategic action steps that are needed to build their business. 
so often we are so disconnected from what we're creating because we listen to what the gurus tell us to do. We watch the YouTube free channels and all this stuff. We try to just throw it together that we really don't stay tuned into what it is that is on a deeper soul level that is trying to guide us. And so we're not listening to those whispers. We're instead waiting for the brick to the head. And so what I get is a lot of entrepreneurs, and they're all spiritual, of course, Mm -hmm. that end up reaching that state of burnout, overwhelm. They just are spinning their wheels and they're not getting anything done. And half the time they leave, you know, they stop working altogether and they get a little bit of a, take a little break and then they get that little bit of steam back in there again. And then all of a sudden they're back in two months later, back starting over again. So Mm -hmm. my biggest thing is to make sure that they stay in alignment, that we're looking for those energy blocks, especially the ones that are carried from our ancestors, because we inherit more than hair and eye color from our ancestors. We inherit beliefs, programming, habits, you know, all these traumas and memories going back. I just found something in a client today that was like 50 plus generations back father's side. Mm -hmm. And so when we find those beliefs, we can clear them and then we can start really aligning to what we want to create today because we don't have that holding us back. No. So that's what I help my people do. Yes. There's so much in there that I want to speak to. First and foremost, okay. what does what does alignment mean to you? Like if somebody's listening and they're like, I don't know what it is to be aligned, what does that mean to you? Okay. So when you're aligned, you feel in flow. You feel it at ease. I mean, just your energy, you know, when you're happy, when you're feeling at peace, when you're feeling love, you know that feeling? And you feel awesome. You feel amazing. And you know the feeling when you're feeling jealousy, when you're feeling anger, resentment, bitterness, you don't want to do this. That is a yucky feeling. That's the low vibration feeling that's out of alignment. So we want to stay in that higher vibe vibration, which is the higher level frequencies that keep us, that make us feel that love, peace, joy, all those feelings. That's how I measure it anyway. I know when I'm in alignment, when I feel good and I feel perky and I feel relaxed and I'm in flow, right? I know I'm not in alignment when I feel like crap. <laughs> it's like, that's the simple way to put it. And it's, um, I love that too, because it's such a simple litmus test. It's like oh, yeah. feeling, do I feel good, open, expanded? or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the next question I want to ask you from what you've said though, because that's a huge thing, right? I think a lot of people get caught up in the externals. How mm-hmm. do you start taking your attention off that? Because there's always something that's happening on social media or out there where we think I've got to do this or I've got to do that or um, you know that looks good how do we start bringing the attention back to self well you mean by like when something triggers you like on the outside like something outside of yourself triggers you in a bad way I'm always looking for trying to create that inner peace or that place of flow and ease Mm -hmm. inside Mm -hmm. I'm trying to make sure that I'm not focusing on being happy with because of external circumstances, right? Mm-hmm. I'm always going within. So if you're looking for happiness or joy or, or any of those things that you're looking for externally, it's not going to happen. You're always going to be triggered. There's always going to be something that brings you down. So finding that, like I will call it alignment again, finding that place inside of your soul, inside of your heart, that is always within. So I'm always going inside. Why am I feeling the way I feel? Mm-hmm. If I'm being triggered from something else, I need to work on me. It's not about them. It's about me. So I always go within work. I always look at the emotions. So if I, if the emotion is, um, I just went through this last week. So it's a personal experience where I didn't feel important. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel important enough. And I, and I was, I was triggered by something. And so I had to look back on my childhood. This is something that I've even worked on before of not feeling important. And so I had to work on that within myself. Why don't you feel this way? And then it went back to worthiness. It went back to several generations back on my mother's side, which is passed on down. I see it in my mother. I saw it in my grandmother. You clear it in yourself and you clear it through that whole timeline. Mm-hmm. And then you also clear it in your children. So you're not only doing it for yourself, but you're being the catalyst for change on that whole timeline. So I'm always, like I said, I guess, long answer. I guess I'll give you the long answer. It's just always going inside, going inward. Mm-hmm. And that's how I work at it. And never blaming other people because it's always, those are always gold nuggets to me. It's always like being a good detective. Ooh, yeah. this <laughs> is really triggering me. I feel like unworthy. What is it? Because that unworthiness, Mm-hmm. What do you think that unworthiness does? If I'm feeling that little trigger now, and that's replaying and sending off out of the universe, if you believe in the law of attraction, which I do, that unworthiness broadcast, mm-hmm. and I'm not even really sure of where it came from, let's say, it's gonna, the universe is going to send me more things to be unworthy of. So if I'm working with a client or trying to get clients, they're not going to come to me because they're going to say, ooh, she's putting off that vibe of being not worthy. I, I don't want to work with her. She's not valuable. She doesn't have, she's not good enough. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get more of that back, which is going to actually repel my people. So do you see what I mean? It's just connected. It connects to everything. Yeah. And it's often very subconscious because it's not often that people are sitting there consciously having that thought process going. I know, right? Feeling like, ooh, that doesn't feel good. So it's kind of like, not, not for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the whole thing is when you get triggered, sometimes you're like, where is this even coming from? Why do I even feel this way? Because like, what is it 10% or some people say 20 just depends on who you talk to is conscious. And then you get this huge iceberg of subconscious. And that's what's running the show is the subconscious. So if you're trying to like build a business, and this is where alignment comes in and and clearing those blocks, If you're trying to build a business, you want to do it in that state of alignment, ease and flow, which means clearing out all that garbage that's underneath the surface and then lift it up and you have this huge amount of hey open for business you know it's fun yeah Yeah. absolutely and we want to make business fun because Mm -hmm. if it's grind then you don't end up not wanting to do it oh yeah that's another bad sign (laughs) another absolutely right Um, another kind of offshoot of what you've just said though and in regards to the trigger the other thing is distraction you know there's a lot of people who are in business and they get easily distracted like they get pulled away from doing the thing that is the most important thing yeah so how do you help people in that circumstance when they're getting distracted same person oh well distraction I mean all of these are just symptoms right they're just things that are sabotaging you from moving forward so shiny object syndrome you're like oh that looks better or oh so right now I have a client that just as another example she was wanting to she's building her program and we've got it she's doing amazing things with it and then she was like, all of a sudden, well, I think I need to do another little program over here. And I need to do a little blee, blee, blee over here. And, and I'm like herding in the cats, you know, like, wait a minute. No, focus on this one thing that you're building, mm-hmm. because this is the thing that's making it for you. Mm-hmm. If you scatter your energy, just like energy with clearing out beliefs and traumas and blocks, you have to like focus, right? With working on your business is the same thing. If you scatter it out, nothing gets done. Mm-hmm. And then you feel like you're busy because you're doing all these things, <laughs> yeah. but you're actually getting nothing done, right? right. <laughs> so it's like I brought her in 
And I was like, look, focus, get more people, focus on this one thing, get more people into this one thing so you can create this huge, she just had a really great $25,000 launch. So, mm-hmm. you know, in a matter of months, she's created 50 grand, $50,000 in her, just by focusing and doing the methods, mm-hmm. creating that balance and alignment. And it's been amazing. So yeah, I just say focus, mm-hmm. bring it in. Yeah, right. Okay. So what do you think? Because let's talk specifically about money because that's yes. a, you know, a very emotive topic for a yes, lot of people. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. I know. <laughs> <laughs> right. So let's um, maybe share with us what common things that you see in your in your work with clients. Like from my experience, I see a lot of times that people are often really afraid of their success. Yeah. Oh, that fear of success mm-hmm. is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of things that come come with the fear of success, like fear of responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden, I hear a lot of times women say, oh, I want to retire my husband. Can you imagine that responsibility that would land on you? That's in their subconscious going, if I do this and if I succeed and if I retire my husband, what if I fail like the next six months later? Mm-hmm. I mean, whoa. So that fear of success keeps them even, or you succeed and then lose it all. I guess that's in the same vein, right? So a lot of that, a lot of those kind of blocks come up fear of success. Like that is a huge one. The fear of failure obviously is always there. And that goes back to a lot of triggers from childhood and beyond as well. What was your question though? Is it mainly on success or I think I've got lost there a little bit. Themes that you say that people have when they mm-hmm. get blocked around money. The fear of being seen, because with uh, the more successful you get, the more you call out a lot of trolls, mm-hmm. you get a lot of people that could be like, you know, ridiculing you, there's fear of abandonment, mm-hmm. um, especially in your when you're doing work with the woo, the woo woo stuff, like I came out of the closet, and it took me a while to do that. Because I was afraid if I showed my spiritual side and my woo woo side that I would be judged, mm-hmm. I would be abandoned, I'd lose friends. And to be all on, in all honesty, I did lose a few. But those aren't the true people I want to be around anyway. So Mm -hmm. as time went on, it felt like it became easier and easier. And I found myself feeling more at home, more at ease, more in alignment because I was actually around the people I really wanted to be around. And I let those other people go. And most of the time they had negative things around them as well. So it just brought me down all the way around anyway. So mm-hmm. those are the things that I see most often with my clients. A lot of them, when they're first getting on social media, will feel like I said, they'll feel like, well, what if somebody comes out and says something negative? And I'm like, really? It's a mindset game. Mm-hmm. What really happens? Who cares? Mm-hmm. You know, yes. nothing happens. So we have to work on that fear, you know, that belief that if they see me, they're going to judge me. If they see me, they're going to attack me. If they see me, that one can go at a lot of the things we work on recently is I just read it in a book, the witch wound. Mm -hmm. So it goes back to the collective on if we share our gifts, if we show that we have these talents and these gifts that we're going to be burned at the stake. So, (laughs) I mean, think about it. That's a lot of the common things in money. And specifically, it could be, like I said, the fear of losing it once you have it, fear of the responsibility that it will put on you, which could take your health down. Because I deal a lot of entrepreneurs are teetering on the edge of health issues. A lot of the fear could be that they will spend money like on mentoring or on improving themselves and that they won't get a return on their investment. Mm -hmm fear that they'll lose everything they have. Let's kind of take the camera angle out a little bit. So you're an energy alignment business mentor now. How did you become that? What's your Mm. 
X story? Well, I've always been spiritually, like I've always been in tuned to like energy since I was a kid. I come from a long family line of we see dead people. No, I don't. But um, I have family members that, you know, they're like, oh, I see ghosts or heard voices, stuff like that. Always feeling like connected. I always felt connected. You know, I've always felt like I've always had that guidance and that protection. So I always felt God was on my side, always had my back. And that was really important to me all the time. And then I seek that out by myself. I really sought that out by myself. And that was a great thing. You know, even just doing personal growth stuff at an early age in my teens, it was always something I worked on, whether it was just positive thinking, what you think, bring yourself up again. Because I knew that feeling bad, feeling bad about yourself was not how I wanted to feel. So I was always working on bringing that up in different ways. We had gone, but what really hit home was when we had gone through a major financial crisis in 2008. Mm -hmm. And it was a big housing bubble here in the U.S., and we had thought we were being so smart. We invested in all this land and it was like, woohoo, we're, we're like, you know, you can't lose investing in land, right? Well, wrong because everything dumped and we had leveraged ourselves to, I mean, it was scary. We had other businesses that were very super valuable, but we couldn't get, they weren't liquid. So on paper, we looked really well off, but I think we had a thousand dollars in our bank account and we had four kids, mortgage all this stuff going on. So we were like, and all the building stopped. It was like overnight, right? My husband's a, a design build for, firm and all that stuff came around. Anyway, I was so stressed out that my health hit rock bottom like really fast. And I was in a lot of pain. I had an autoimmune issue flip on mm-hmm. and I tried everything. I tried, we went, I went to regular doctors. I spent thousands of credit card dollars on trying to get better and nothing seemed to work. And when I found when I really started tapping into energy and using energy methods, my health started to really switch around. It was all about feeling that peace, no matter what was going on external. Mm -hmm. And I remember the day I was in a parking lot, and I had the the sky was blue. And I was looking up and I was like, it was beautiful, like a honeymoon period, you know, I was like, it's beautiful, but I was in pain. And for like two years, I was working on the pain. And I felt a lot better emotionally, but I still in pain, it was better, but not completely better. But that day, I just said, I remember saying to God, you know, I can deal with this pain every day. If I can feel this good emotionally, I take the pain, just help me feel this joy, help me feel this amazing, amazing feeling of love and connection. And that's the day the pain went away. So I turned the focus. I know, right? So I turned the focus off. I want the pain gone. I want the symptom gone. I want to be to, I just want to feel this peace, joy, and love. I can deal with anything else if I feel this inner peace. Yeah. And I get goosebumps right now. Give me shivers. Yeah. I know. That's the day the pain was gone. And I use that pain now. Um, I doesn't no, I don't have pain most of the time, but if it starts to creep back. That's one of my intuitive guidance systems. So listening to the whispers, which for me is pain. I listen to the whispers when it starts to nudge up instead of waiting for the old brick to the head that takes you down, right? <laughs> so like, so yeah, that was the day. So six months, it was really tuning into that. It was a, like a six month transformation, but it also took us when I found, when I really tuned in and really found my way with the energy, because I was playing with it for a good year, you know, just kind of like, oh, I think I've got this. And it was like, I really tuned in and tapped into something really deep. And it was about a six month period where that turned around. I felt amazing. My relationships turned around. 
But then the really crazy part was our finances. It went from like, say a thousand dollars in the banking up to $300,000. So it was like, what, what, how is all of this connected? Mm -hmm. Because I realized at that point, when you work on one thing, mm -hmm. one thing, everything changes on all levels. And so I was like, wow, money's connected. My health is connected. My kids were even like, how are you, how come you're this relationship that's been bad for 20 years? How is, how is it so great now? What's going on? And I'm like, I didn't even realize I would, I didn't even think about it. It was like, just happened. Mm -hmm. And the crazy part about it is all those things I was working on. I can't recall what they are because you get this energy amnesia, energetic amnesia where, wait a minute, I was dealing with this for 20 years. What was it that I was dealing with for 20 years? What was I work on them for 20 years? Mm -hmm. You don't remember. Yeah. Because it, it's wiped out. You're free. I love it. Yeah. So one thing um, we talked about is ancestral imprinting. Because mm -hmm. you say in your work, you talk quite a lot about DNA and beliefs mm -hmm. and emotions being in your mm -hmm. DNA. Can you talk to us through that a little bit? Okay. So again, I believe we inherit more than hair and eye color from our ancestors. I believe we inherit their beliefs, their patterns, their programming, all the stuff that is supposed to keep us safe. Just like animals inherit that instinct to keep them from getting killed or alive through the winter or keep them from, you know, bad prey. Um, we inherit those things to keep us safe is we, it's like being chased by a lion, right? If you're being chased by a lion, it's your body, your mind doesn't know whether that is an actual thing that's happening to you or not. Mm -hmm. And so you go into fight or flight whether it's outdated material that you don't need anymore, or whether you're just triggered by something that's created that same, you know, frequency from something 50 generations back. Mm -hmm. So it's really lit up because it's been going on for so many generations and it's held in your DNA. When something triggers it, it flips it on. And then it, that timeline goes all the way back and it supercharges. Mm -hmm. And you're like, why do I feel this way? Why am I freaking out? Why am I doing this? And anything that is held in your DNA can really cause you to stumble. It really can cause you from, it keep you stuck and you won't move forward. It's incredibly powerful how once you get those things cleared out of your, you know, programming, we're just like, we're like a computer hard drive. You put a lot of information in, right? And after a while, the computer, when it's too full, it doesn't function properly. And we have all this information that's just outdated and not even important. We need to upgrade. We need an update. Yes. Yeah. Defrag the hard drive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's just do it. Do, do I need to empty my trash? Yeah. It's like we just, we hold on to so much and we don't even know we're doing it. Yeah. Because it's, it's very deep. And often too, I think sometimes because in my world, I would call it shadow work, right? Where we go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. Same thing. But I know sometimes people, they can feel like it's looking for a problem. And it's kind yeah. of like that it's about levels of mind, isn't it? You know, to experience joy, you do need to have a clean house. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Totally. And that feeling of knowing that um, everything's taken care of and it's in the right place and it's tidy and it's good mm -hmm. and it's clean. Mm -hmm. As opposed mm -hmm. to like trying to force your mind to just think about what's good and what's happy. Because mm -hmm. I know sometimes people get a little bit flummoxed around that with the law of attraction. They're like, I've got to, I've got to think these good thoughts. And oh, and that's even bad. Mm -hmm. Like thinking the good thoughts. Because if your subconscious is thinking the negative thought, 
yeah. it's not going to win. So I used to have, when I first started this, I had sticky notes all over the place. I was like, oh, blah, I am blah, blah, blah. You know, I am like, I am enough. I am, you know, valuable. I'm worthy. You know, I had all these things. But when I had something like, no, you're not. And so when you have the real part of you say, no, you're not, mm-hmm. it actually makes that negative go deeper because mm-hmm. you're telling yourself a lie. Mm-hmm. And when you lie to yourself, that resistance puts the brake on it and goes, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. And so you're doing all the work. Now, sometimes you still can have somewhat some success still, but it's a lot harder. Yeah. Think about if you got rid of those negative beliefs and programming, how easier it is to create the lifestyle, the business, the relationships you want mm-hmm. without that stuff. Mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes you just can't do it at all. Yeah. And it's, and it's, it's about um, a short-term solution versus a mm-hmm. long-term one as well. Yes. Yes. We want, to, we want to live in ever increasing states of joy. Oh, it's a journey. Yeah. As opposed to just, you know, st- settling for what the status quo is. And often too, you know, there can be, there can be a lot in terms mm-hmm. of, you know, the patriarchy, women standing up and choosing to make good money and feel comfortable and safe about doing that, mm-hmm. our place in the world and sharing our voice and visibility. Like you've said, some of those blocks are really cool. Oh, and that's collective as well. So we're, we're working on the generational, like what's held in your DNA, but everything sends out a broadcast. And I believe the collective energy is held, so much is held from all time because there's no distance right and so that's why when you walk into a room and you people are heated up and they're angry you feel it right when you walk into the room that collective is there at all times so when you're working on like I love working in groups because when you're working with group energy it's kind of like it creates and taps into the collective easier Mm -hmm. and then you're like clearing a whole bunch of stuff all at once and it's just it's beautiful. I love that transformation. Yeah, I was just about to say, what is it about your work that brings you the most joy? Well, I mean, I love all of it. That's why I do what I do. But I just love seeing women, like you were talking a second ago, women being able to stand up out, claim their worthiness, their value. I talked to somebody yesterday that was like, I charge $37 a session. I'm like, wow, (laughs) like we need to talk, you know, it's like you Owning your worth, owning the value that you put into the work that you do, mm-hmm. we have so much more to give. Mm-hmm. And women need to stand up and be seen and, you know, embrace their goddess within, embrace their power, their spirituality, their sexuality, all of it, and really claim the power that we have. And not saying that men aren't important, because I do believe they completely are, but we can claim, we can be proud of mm-hmm. who we are and we can embrace that. And emotional we can embrace the emotions I did a video yesterday on you can cry girl if you want to cry you know it's like (laughs) embrace it you know don't do what other people are telling you to do tap Mm. within and do what you need to do we're all different Mm. yeah and And, give ourselves permission to show up like that it's really powerful because it can be authentic yeah yeah so maybe, because um, I think it's always important to share, you know, some of our own money story in terms of, and you've done that a little bit already, but maybe because mm-hmm. it's always inspiring, right? When we've had something that's been challenging or an obstacle that we've experienced in our own mm-hmm. journey, which may have been, you know, years ago, mm-hmm. in terms of like, you know, being aware and using yeah. tools to turn that around. So oh, from yeah. your experience, I know you've had that with your, you know, your property situation. But maybe <laughs> even if it's a client situation as well, like what's something that you can tell us in terms of 
you know, the wonder of how energy works when we shift limiting beliefs and what's possible. Yeah, I just, I feel like it's all at different levels, mm-hmm. you know, new level, new devil. Every time, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, somebody super famous like Oprah or, you know, it doesn't matter who you are. Everybody has their own, they have their own blocks that come up. We all have money blocks. It doesn't matter if you're a billionaire or somebody that's just starting out. We work through those. And every time you do, you are moved to that next level and you're going to have more things to work through. Embrace that. Be okay with that. Make it fun. Yeah. What's this going to show me? For me, just always being completely open to anything. And every time something bad happens, I have to ask myself, now, do I have emotions that are negative? Yes. Mm -hmm. But I always ask myself when I've let myself process it, why is this happening for me? Mm-hmm. What is this here to teach me? And I never look at, I mean, I may say the word fail, but I don't look at anything as a failure. I always look at it as learning experience, right? So always being in tune and aware of what is going on and, and open your intuition to make sure that you are being guided for the strategy and the action that you need to take to move forward. Mm-hmm. And so aligned action is important. I, I feel like a lot of law of attraction people think that you just sit back, you think it, it appears and the universe loves action, right? It's like, let's sit back and eat some bonbons and watch Netflix. And you know, it's not action. You have to take some alive action. And so I, I kind of get frustrated when I see these, some of the gurus go on and they just say, just sit back and think it and appears. Now I have had miracles like that happen, but usually the universe likes to see some, you know, action going on. I think the universe gets excited about that too, right? So it's like, okay, I, we're, we're co-creating, we're co-creating. So that's being aware of it, obviously how you feel about it. So every time I make a new goal, like right now I'm, I'm coming out with a new uh, workshop. I was like listening to, Ooh, how do I teach? You know, I was like feeling like some resistance. So I had to dig a little deeper into that. And now I'm super excited once I cleared that out. Mm-hmm. So with my own experience, when I decided to totally shift the way I was doing my business and really do what I felt aligned doing. So for me, oh. I love working with groups, right? Yes. Love this topic, right? Let's unpack this. This is huge, right? Because I think when you're in business, you can think that there are certain things that you should be doing and then realize that a lot of them are the distractor or procrastination and then actually being brave enough to just take aligned action. And and do it with, and we're all different. Some people don't like, like I love group Mm -hmm. and I didn't even realize I loved group, but I was continually called to it for like a two-year period. Then I had to listen. I should have listened to it sooner, but I started listening to it and it was crazy how quickly things aligned. I wasn't really doing anything different in what I taught, but when I changed my focus, got over myself and really tuned into that um, love working with women. So that feminine energy and that we're creators, we're the only be, we, we men can't create a baby. Mm-hmm. We, we are creators, you know, in that way. So we can birth a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And so once I realized that that was where I wanted to be, it was that my business just went through the roof. And it was like, I had to not go against, I had to clear that fear and mm-hmm. step into that alignment with what I was being called to do. And yeah. so that's where my income went up and, you know, started like four Xing my goals. Mm-hmm. And I was, wow, you know, it was amazing. Alignment, right? Alignment. Yeah. It. it felt so good. It was scary. Yeah. And I always say it's not, um, not, not being fearful. It's just being more, having more courage yeah. to really do something different and being comfortable being a little uncomfortable. 
because yes. you have a lot of people say to you, if you're not completely comfortable, you shouldn't do it. Well, that would be on the couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Laying on the couch, right? Exactly right. That's exactly right. I'm comfortable on the couch. Right, watching Netflix, right? (laughs) um, It's perfect, right, too. I love that because, you know, like when you're getting really good, because like you said, the focus, you're you're Mm -hmm. shutting out all the external noise and you're just focusing Mm -hmm. on what is for you, which is unique to your connection with source energy and your own intuition. Yes, so mm-hmm. important and that's where you know that's where your joy and your you know and often too money is just a byproduct of that because you're yeah. choosing that is for you which is why I love that it all goes together <laughs> absolutely right it's all it's all part of that that beautiful alchemy that comes together so yes. in terms of um you know supporting people what's one thing that you think that people really need to know especially in this day and age because you know, we're much more aware than we used to be. Like when we were younger, perhaps we didn't even know what a money block was or that the subconscious works, et cetera. What do you think it's important for people to know now in regards to money? In regards to money, money is neutral. It's all what you put into it. So if you have like your parents talked about money, like, oh, money's a bad thing. And if you, if you have too much money, then you're not humble anymore. Or, you know, anything like that around money is something that I find useful because I may remember thinking my dad would say money doesn't grow on trees or what do you think I made of money? And, and it was always like lack. Mm-hmm. So there's no lack. There's a unlimited supply. Mm-hmm. We just need to be open to receiving it. And once you get over that and you open yourself to receiving, because we are the ones who block it most of the time, mm-hmm. right? And all these energy blocks I talked about are different ways that you block money from coming in. So the first thing I always have people do is make sure that they're open to receiving, making sure that they let go of any resistance like I don't deserve, mm-hmm. I'm not worthy. Mm-hmm. If I, there's also the belief that if I take it, somehow people think if they take it or if they receive it or they allow it, that somebody else is going to go without. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's quite going to happen. <laughs> it's like, that's not true. So I, I look at it as the more money I make, the more my ecosystem, we all have our own ecosystems, the people that I support, right? They're relying on me. Mm-hmm. I'm lifting them up the money that I give out is a blessing to someone else. Mm-hmm. And even if I've made a bad investment in the past, that's another, that's a whole different topic of people being afraid to invest more because they've made bad investments. Not a bad investment. You've learned. You've yeah. blessed somebody else's life and you've actually increased the energy for someone else in that way. So just let go of the, the money drama yeah. And just know that it's just neutral. It's what you put into it. So be very aware of what you're putting into that when it comes to money blocks. Yeah. And starting to, I talk about that quite a lot too, like the, you know, being willing to look at what your relationship is like with money. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The stories. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, our family stories. I mean, there's so, you can go on for, I love, I love money. But I, I mean, I had money blocks. We grew, I grew up with a family that was uh, my mom. I mean, they lived in cars. They went from field to field, picking whatever was, you know, ripe at the time, whatever was ready to harvest. And when I grew up, I saw that she was very tight with money. We shopped at Goodwill. We just suffered. I felt like I was suffering. I knew it wasn't right. Mm-hmm. I knew that that's not how I wanted to live. Mm-hmm. That family still lives in that mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My family lives in an abundant mindset. Yeah. And I refuse to ever let that go because abundance is always here for us. Mm-hmm. No matter how we want to look at it, it's always there. It's whether we decide to take it, let it in, receive. 
Yes, yes, beautiful. I love that. Melissa, how I know that you have an offer. Can you tell us a little bit about that and your success? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. So I have a success ritual and it's it's geared to basically in the beginning of it, you're going to be checking in with your your energy levels. So energy frequency from zero to a thousand, seeing where you're at to start with. And then I'm going to have you go through a little process. Mm-hmm. And it's very simple, very quick. And I love to do that because when you do it, you can actually see your energy shift. And at the end, you measure your energy again. And you're like, wow, maybe you were at a 200. And then all of a sudden you're at like, 700 and you're like feeling really at peace and you're feeling really aligned. And I do this with my clients all the time. So it's just a simple way for you to align, especially first thing in the morning and it doesn't take very long. So that is um, with melissasoski.com slash success ritual. And it's, it's a beautiful daily practice that helps coaches, healers, spiritual entrepreneurs, really anybody really tap into their intuition and align to their abundance so that they can create the life and business that they want. Fabulous. I love it. We will put all the links to all your other bits and pieces in the show notes as well. But um, thank you so much, Melissa. This has been amazing. I love talking about these topics because I think- Me too. Yeah, people start focusing on this information and paying attention and start loving it up. That's when they start Mm -hmm. seeing different changes in their money and their results. And I know that you're an amazing facilitator for that. I love that it's all about the alignment because that's where we get to feel good. And that's really what we want at the end of the day. Yeah, that's yeah. why we feel awesome and we feel healthy. And yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, keep ourselves well, which is amazing to hear of your experiences. So thank you so much. Many, many please. Thank you. For being on the Intuitive Abundance podcast. Thank you so much. Bye for now, everybody. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Thank you for joining the Intuitive Abundance podcast today. If you've enjoyed the show, please be sure to subscribe and write us a review so we can help other people positively impact their lives. I would really love that. If you're ready to activate the energy of abundance within you, then be sure to go to www.intuitivelifeacademy.com to sign up for our abundance activation process. Until next time, here's to your ever-increasing freedom. All my love. Bye for now.